0: everyone it's myla back in the mix it's been so long i honestly don't even know the time's gone i think we're like just shy of a month since i last podcasted this is insane like three weeks and a half almost um yeah i am back i am feeling so much better i needed a break from podcasting simply because unfortunately um Joey, my boyfriend, had tested positive for COVID-19. Actually, the week we were supposed to, uh, or rather not the week, rather that we were supposed to, but we were. I was going to do a my first uh, podcast episode with guests. So I was going to have my friends come on and we were going to do it. So we're hopefully going to try and get that podcast on the next one so my next podcast should be one with some guests again i'm probably gonna have some of my uh friends on the pod so uh i can't wait to get that segment out but then after he tested positive i had to quarantine with him and of course because i'm with him i tested positive shortly after a week after actually which is insane so in the week that uh he was corin cor- quarantining sorry i can't even speak anymore i ended up testing positive for covid 19 as well so that literally takes out our last like week of july into our first week of august and then just kind of the recuperation period is just so long that it even brings me even more stress in needing to do podcasting and all the other things that i'm like you know responsible for like my day-to-day life so all that to say, uh, yeah, I've been gone from the pod. Why it's been so long? Basically just being under the weather, trying to like recoup back, get the energy and strength, get my mind right, get my health right i'm in a better place now with regards to my post covid 19 symptoms unfortunately i've experienced some lingering symptoms with a bit of like nasal congestion or a dry mouth which is super random but like i find like i get super dehydrated a lot so i don't know if that's just a long-term side effect of covid but we'll see uh my experience with it wasn't so crazy it just felt like an aggressive cold Uh, for a period of about 10-ish days give or take like the symptoms started like weakening as time went on but it's it's true what they say the first five to seven days are pretty rough so I'm back in a better space feeling good trying to enjoy what's left of the summer too. I feel like it kind of like knocked out the remaining weeks of summer and now that we're past the halfway point of August it's just so crazy like summer is pretty much almost over kids are going back to school adults are going back to school you know summer vacations are wrapping up and it's just so crazy that we're literally September in like what less than 2 weeks that's insane like i can't even imagine all the things that fall is about to bring and then moving into those last like you know three to four months left of the year guys like it's insane so just wanted to give a brief little update as to where i've been because i'm so in love with podcasting every one to two weeks i did say i was gonna try and do it bi-weekly as opposed to weekly we'll see how i feel just because it's been so long i do miss it but uh yeah i'm still gonna try to come to you guys with a thursday to friday drop either weekly or bi-weekly like i said just because um it does become a lot to try and make time for it and just having the energy to just do it in general had it been my day-to-day life like job this would be a breeze it'd be no problem at all but because i have other things just going on and just trying to get like my mental space like mind and correct kind of deal like you know what i mean just kind of focusing on other things that i've got going on but um having the energy and having the time it is really important to make sure that you have that like work-life balance so this is definitely something that i enjoy to do Um, but making the time for it does become a little bit difficult but let's change the tune of this keep it on a positive note um yeah i as i said earlier i can't wait i'm looking forward to my next podcast segment being with um some more guests coming on and like tackling some great topics that i've been wanting to kind of dive into dating relationships things like that getting the male versus female perspective so stay tuned for that in the coming weeks i'm very excited about doing that podcast segment i've been saying that i want more guests to kind of curate the podcast to a different like tone and era so i'm very excited to move into that space and just be able to interact with more people you know be able to engage have those tough conversations have those light conversations and just be able to have that dynamic where like we're bouncing ideas off each other and i'm able to you know inquiring minds want to know get thought-provoking things going and like just dive deep and then be able to kind of like debrief it even after the fact like i'd love to do a segment where i'm able to have a guest on and then i can kind of debrief and give my point of view maybe in more detail than i probably wouldn't be able to do with a guest on at the time so we'll see how that works but i'll uh um have more for you guys in the coming weeks with regards to that so we'll see this is just really a nice little recap episode uh to just say where is my been in essentially and um to step away from the realm of what i have been podcasting about but i am gonna dive right into um just some like reality uh tv updates with regards to like you know my thought process on all the shows that I do generally watch and just covering that and giving the latest on my thoughts on that but I'm going to switch it up a little bit and kind of give um my point of view of where things are and the roles that each of the individuals in those shows kind of play and kind of give you guys like my updates on all those things so starting off with uh The Bachelorette oh my god like we already at like more than the halfway point of this season gabby and rachel are already on their way to hometowns next week so that came super super fast i feel like i barely got to speak about their journey on my podcast but we're already here we have already arrived for those of you who follow the bachelorette closely the fact that it's a double season and it's been nothing that they've ever done on the this the the franchise before seeing their journeys kind of play out the ups and downs that have gone on already you know having to say goodbye to some of the men that you know they seemed very connected with whether it was for you know personal reasons like gabby having to eliminate nate because um you know nate has a child already and i can only imagine and just even exploring a topic like that like dating with children i find like that's very dicey and that is a lot to unpack there so that's not something that she uh particularly was ready for so seeing him go last week and then seeing you know ethan go last week but also ethan being maybe a very strong contender for being the next bachelor that's exciting it'll be the first asian american bachelor and it's like we need to switch it up come on like these dating shows we need to stop seeing the typical you know expected uh you know uh white caucasian male or white caucasian female like we want to like mix it up change it up have a good like you know plethora of people we come in all shades and sizes and sexual orientations and preferences in and across our world so it'd be very reflective to see more of that content on our tv screens because people can see themselves in in these people when they're watching these shows and know that uh love is not limit limited it is limitless so i think that's a really great little uh twist up to say that in the future the show can continue to um convey and project and go um but yeah we're at the hometown point already i really like uh the men that both gabby and rachel have right now with regards to rachel i think it's no secret that a lot of people that watch totally agree that we think that tino is very much the front runner for uh rachel i think um might be a very close second but i think a lot of us expect that like tino's had it in had it in lock with her i don't want to say had it in the bag because it does sound a little bit crass but he's pretty much she's pretty much been locked on tino and i think the audience too as much as what say so do we really have we're just social mediaing social mediaing our our opinions and thoughts but i definitely think that his connection uh with rachel is very like apparent uh we might have seen a bit of a more negative tone to him last week but i think it's very telling that you know he's very invested in his relationship with her he's all in you can see that rachel seems to be very invested in um the relationship too and it's definitely something that i think we'll 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 be pleasantly surprised to see kind of get unpacked there i do think um even is a strong second she does have another guy i'm drawing a blank on his name right now but i feel like for me tino and avon are my top two for her with gabby i think it's eric i think it is that's probably the top contender for her and maybe johnny even though johnny seems like a very much a wild card given the fact that he does seem a lot older a little bit mature in that regard i think he's only 25 but he's a very mature 25. So I definitely can see the connection that Johnny and Gabby could have, but I definitely think we all thought I think Nate was supposed to be the front runner, but when Nate got eliminated last week, given the fact that um, Gabby's life doesn't necessarily match with what uh, Nate is bringing to the table for her, ultimately, um, I think that uh, we will see. I think it's Eric, if I'm not mistaken. I think we're gonna see Eric and Gabby. Um, do this thing at the end so we'll see how uh uh hometown goes and then fantasy suites and then the final rose i mean and then the men all i know is somewhere in between there so i can't wait to be able to unpack that on a future episode of uh of my podcast here in the mix and uh we'll see With regards to the Real Housewives shows that are currently on, I mean, I'm gonna give my very brief opinions on all of them. I don't wanna make this a very long segment today. I'm just kind of easing myself back in. But to briefly touch upon uh, Atlanta right now, I mean Atlanta feels like it's a lot going on. They're currently in Jamaica. Uh, Sanya and her husband had a um, like a work trip that was um, set to be in Jamaica, which they're in now. Like I said, and um, invited all the ladies and their significant others, if they had one or a, f- a close friend of or whatever, to join. And there's a lot of drama going down right now between, I think it's Sanya, Kenya, and Sheree just because of the fact that, um, not Sheree, sorry, Sheree, because of the whole like punctuality, being on time type of thing to all of the events that Sanya has been throwing and the lack thereof, I guess, respect where that's concerned. I personally know that struggle. Oh my God, Joey could tell you, my friends could tell you too. um but yeah all that to say is that um i like where atlanta's going we're kind of at that midway point into the season two with having this cash trip and them wrapping up stuff in jamaica and you know it, it got heated it got intense at the dinner table with them and um i mean i don't know like i said my thoughts and opinions if i have to really dissect them on an individual basis uh sanya i like but she does rub me the wrong way a lot of the time. I feel like she is very flip floppy with regards to her friendships in this circle. I know she's a first season housewife, so she's trying to find her footing, but I do feel like um, she's trying to people please too much and that just never works. I feel like if you come in on your own right, who you are and showing that to the camera, showing that to the cast, showing that to the audience, it translates better. So right now, I I I, I have a love-hate for Sonya. So that's kind of where I'm at with her. Marlo, I'm not here for it. I think Marlo should have always stayed a friend of. I think uh, Marlo's been wanting her peach a long time to be in this role of a housewife, but I do think it's very problematic and dramatic because I feel like she has a vendetta against Kenya and she wants Kenya to like her so bad but it's not translating well whatsoever she's always ready to pick a fight with kenyan it's just all kinds of drama and it's it's not entertaining to watch anymore it it becomes very problematic when you're beefing so much so that like everything about that person irks you and you can tell that kenya really gets under marlo's skin and she wants to like her so much and she wants to emulate her so much but because kenya is not giving that kind of same energy back she always finds a problem with kenya and i just it doesn't it doesn't work it's just a dynamic that i think um marlo in the friend of role she is a seasoned friend of of the atlanta housewife so i just feel like that role suited her better i think it, it the her being a peach holder her being a stable stable housewife staple i should say not stable but rather a staple housewife in the franchise this season as it being her first season as a housewife and not a friend of is getting to her head She uh, you know, feels like she earned it, she deserved it. I think a lot of people felt that. I never felt that about Marlo. I feel like Marlo's energy is just she does too she does too much. She can definitely stir the pot. But I feel like when the tables are turned on her, she's it it goes left all the way and it's just it's too cringy now to the point that like she hits below the belt, she hits where it hurts and it's just upsetting to watch and it's just it's too much. So not a fan of Marlo and I would could do without her on the show period but if she has to come back in any kind of capacity it would be best as a friend of for those of you you know you know kenya kenya i i used to not be team kenya whatsoever but kenya has grown on me in the seasons that have been coming i mean the last several seasons that um you know the tables have turned because i remember at the long for a long time her dynamic with nini and her dynamic with Portia always kind of rubbed me the wrong way but i felt like once nini kind of uh left the series for a little while and then kenya kind of kind of took into that forefront i definitely think kenya is a top tier housewife very seasoned very good at what she does she is the shade queen of atlanta and she gives it when she needs to give she gives good tv she gives um her story it's relatable with her daughter brooklyn and her div- her impending divorce with her husband mark it's it it gives all that it needs to be giving and kenya's just she's beautiful she's entertaining and it works she definitely belongs in that universe and i have nothing bad to say about kenya i guess can kenya rub people the wrong way absolutely but i feel like she is a definition of what the reality show is expecting from her it is very much giving the life that she has to the tv to the forefront in our in our in our in our lives on our screens she's giving what she needs to be giving in addition to making it entertaining for it to be a show because people seem to forget and i think i had a really big reality check with listening to reality with the king with listening to carlos king on uh his pod the other day he really nailed it with um with um having that uh interview that he had with oh my god i'm gonna draw a blank on her name i'm just gonna research it real real quick so i do not mess up um the name that he had the last guest uh that he not the last guest, but the most recent guest that he had on the show it was kate casey his episode interview on reality with the king with KKC was so pivotal for me in understanding really what is expected from a reality TV show like the that like the Housewives, not just Atlanta, but any of the Housewives in that franchise in that spectrum. I highly recommend you to listen to that if you like watching any Real Housewives shows and content. Listen to that segment called um, Goodbye Kyle. It's it's called uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Goodbye Kyle? Question mark. That is the episode on reality with the king with uh, Carlos King and KKC the two of them literally gave one of the most masterclass episodes of content in terms of understanding what it is expected rather for the dynamic of having the real housewives function as what it is today and what we know it to be and the future of it existing and becoming better than it already is now having to understand the assignments of all these ladies and what they're giving to us in the show i definitely believe kenya is doing that um candy and drew and sheree are left in terms of the houses i haven't addressed i like them all not drew's biggest fan but candy and sheree i've always loved but i feel like they're all in that same little middle ground like they give what they need to be giving but then they could give a little bit more and a little bit more in content of you know um how do i put this um they could be giving a little bit more in terms of working within the dynamics that they got i feel like candy's outgrown the show that's something that came up on the uh on carlos king's podcast that i feel like candy could be so much better sheree with sheree sorry with her coming back i think the idea is that she had been gone for so long and she has come back recently as a housewife and the whole thing with her is that her storyline being this whole she by Sheree brand of hers is really kind of letting that flourish and become a thing. I think that's what people are focusing on her so much so that she needs to give what people are waiting for. We expect that from her at this point. It is 12 years and counting and we just want that. With Drew, I'd like to see another side of Drew. I'm so sick and tired of seeing the Drew, Drew doing the most and Drew and her relationship, with ralph i need to see what else is going on in drew's life that is very indicative of who drew sidora is because i know drew sidora as the actress i don't know drew sidora for dropping it with drew i don't know that element of her and i feel like we're not really getting a real taste of her life dynamic i think we're getting the real reality of it all with her relationship and her marriage with ralph but i feel like her marriage with ralph is just so toxic and tumultuous that i can't even have it on my screen anymore i'm like i'm not entertained i it it, it's so off-putting if anything i feel like they need they they need like a ayala ayala Ayala, i can't pronounce her name you know who i'm talking about fix my life i think it's I, 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 Yala, Ayala, I can't pronounce her name, Van Zant's Fix My Life. They need like some sort of real deep rooted therapy that needs to be done off screen. Cause I know they've had some segments uh, on the show that they've done like, um, like counts marriage counseling on screen. And like the dude that they hire has been a kind of, I think, I feel like he, he's a housewife therapist that has crossed across, I think, both Atlanta and Potomac trying to um help these uh women in their marriage and it's like he's dr ken that's his name i couldn't remember he's he's not doing anything it's not helping them i feel like their marriage is in such a place that like it's not even worth of having it as a storyline for tv content simply because it's just so messy and it's not entertaining anymore It just sound it just it it feels very off-putting it feels very like down in the dumps and it's The problem with this show is that, you know, these kind of shows, rather, it is reality TV, but it needs to be entertaining. If you don't have those two elements of giving us what's really going on in your day-to-day life with the element of entertainment, it doesn't work. It doesn't give the show what it needs to be giving, so... That's what's missing from Drew and Sheree, for me, with Candy, As much as Candy's done all the things that she needs to be done, she has great confessional moments, she stirs the pot, she's good. She's a good housewife. But I think I agree uh, with Kate and uh, Carlos that she's definitely outgrown her time in the show. So that's pretty much Atlanta. I am liking Atlanta, but I'm not loving it. I don't know that I could stomach another season of Atlanta with this cast specifically i'm kind of i'm kind of over it it's kind of not making me want to watch anymore because we're going into a new era of atlanta for sure but i don't know if i'm loving atlanta like i used to anymore like the og days and what it used to be and whatever i feel like the trajectory of where atlanta housewives is going it's not that entertaining for me anymore it just it feels very like it's everything's too argumentative and combative and combative and it needs to have like the fun and the mess it needs to have a bit of both and it's just heavy on the mess and the toxicity and the chaos and less on the fun so it's just not entertaining to watch ultimately so that's atlanta for right now we're at the little bit past the halfway point so we will see and i will recap and give you guys all the deets uh with regards to that coming towards the end i think my new thing now is i will recap um these reality tv shows at this point instead of doing it so weekly because i'm gonna give you guys bi-weekly content by the time i come back with my bi-weekly recap of, of my reality tv shows the sh- some a lot of these shows will be done so i think it's just safe to give you a season finale recap as opposed to giving you a week-to-week recap and i'm gonna find new and exciting topics that i want to talk about in other in other things you know what i mean not just the reality tv base i'm gonna switch it up a little bit so that's Atlanta. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills is a train wreck like no other, but it definitely is entertaining. But I will say that, again, like Atlanta, Beverly Hills is doing way too much in terms of um, some of the storylines that we're focusing on that we're trying to, like, really, like, drive the show. It, it, it's becoming too much. Like, the whole Sutton and Lisa Rinna Um, feud it's been exhausted to the point that like the wheels have fallen off the car yet somehow we're trying to think we can move this car along and it's like it's not it's not it's not happening anymore like Lisa Rinna really needs to let that die like it's enough this whole Elton John Uh, charity table ticket paying function thing it's done i think lisa's made it very she's not she doesn't like sutton and that's fine you don't have to like all your friends or let alone all the people you work with friends quote unquote You don't have to play pretend anymore. If you genuinely don't like a person, you genuinely don't like a person. And that's okay. Lisa's so hell-bent, just very much like Marlo, so hell-bent on not liking Kenya. Lisa's so hell-bent on not liking Sutton. It's like, we get it. You don't like each other. Stop. Like, let it go. Leave it alone. Find someone else to talk to. Stop wasting all your time, space, and energy on disliking this person. Like, just move the F on already. So, yeah, that's kind of my whole little thing with Lisa and Sutton. Um, with regards to just kind of focusing them on. So, focusing on those housewives individually. I'm tired of Lisa and what she's giving. I'm not opposed to her being off the show next season. But if she does come back for another season, I think there needs to be a really big dynamic shift in this whole Fox Force 4 group dynamic because it's just it's too chaotic it's too like team fox force four and then team outsiders and it's like that dynamic isn't working anymore for the show it's just mean girl messy and it's not interesting so there is that Sutton I mean Sutton being a part of the out out out, uh, outsider group I love Sutton as a housewife I think she's great I think she could still give more to the show and I can't wait to see her on again next season if she does come back I think there's nothing wrong with Sutton Sutton tells it like it is her 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 very bluntness works on the show she's giving all that she needs to be giving her dynamic and friendship with Garcelle works great and I, I I love Sutton as a housewife I have no complaints about Sutton. Yes, she can rub the people the wrong way with some of the things she says. But again, this is the show that you're signed up for. This is what it is. Sudden to me, top-tier housewife for sure. She's getting there. She's definitely under her belt. This is her third season, I think. She's really it's really getting underway for her now. And garcelle same thing. Love Garcelle. She is a great addition. This being, I think, her third or fourth season as well. Um, same thing. I'm gonna say she gives what she needs to be giving. Her confessionals are bonfire do i wish she would give more of that confessional energy and like the quick comebacks and quick quick uh quick uh quick wit words and phrases that she says in a confessional to the ladies as she's addressing them one thousand percent i definitely think she needs to continue to give that same confessional energy to the actual group when the issue is happening at hand but garcelle great housewife Crystal. Crystal's a toss-up. Crystal has her moments where she gives good content, but we I feel like we don't get to see enough of her. There are some episodes where she kind of just like kind of fades into an abyss and it's like, "No, we want to see more of Crystal and see what more she can be giving." It is nice to see her on our screens when she is giving of herself because she tackles a lot of different content content and topics that people want to know about. So, I'm very excited to see what will happen with Crystal next season if she's back. So, I like Crystal Sutton, Gun Garcelle. To me, that is the new Beverly Hills uh, Housewives uh, direction. Those three ladies, for sure, for sure. Then we transition back to the Fox Force 4. Like I said, um, Lisa, it, it could go both ways. If Lisa's gone, I'm good with it. If she's not something needs to change in that dynamic in terms of what she is giving to the show because it's stale now been there done that lisa acts like she's doing a soap opera tv show and not a reality tv show and it's annoying now like what she's giving is it's, it's enough erica jane another toss-up all the legal drama that's been happening with erica we definitely want to see more of that play out on our screens because now we've been become invested into erica after all these seasons so i can see why a lot of people would want erica back but like this this drunken mess that she's been giving that energy it's it's a lot it's a lot to swallow it's it's a big pill to swallow I think i enjoyed getting the ins and outs of her legal drama like you know on our screen because you know erica did come in hot as erica jane pretty mess erica pretty mess jane if you will and all her lavish life and that it's expensive to be her and all the things and now everything kind of 360 last season with all the lawsuits and legalities with her her husband and all the things so i think we want to see more of that erica and we enjoy the openness erica she's not all tight lip and conservative anymore she's kind of let loose let her hair down but it's like it's gone off the rails almost it's like one extreme to another so it's like if she could just kind of reel it in a little bit it'll be nice to see everything kind of unpack and see once and for all if erica is really truly guilty to all the mess that has been going on with her husband tom girardi i think that's what everyone wants to see coming from erica and also too seeing erica maybe switch up the dynamic of being friends with the other quote-unquote outsider ladies and see what would come from that kyle i mean kyle is top tier housewife as well she always has been i know she's been a bit more controversial this season given the fact that she has come to erica's defense a lot and not in the best way so not not really um in the condoning of some of erica's behavior which some of the things that Erica has said and done is not really behavior to condone, regardless that we're getting to see a more relaxed, let loose Erica doesn't really give the grounds for some of the behaviors that she's exhibited. So I know a lot of people have Kyle up for that, but I don't know. Does that make Kyle a bad housewife? I can't say that it does because I can't imagine Beverly Hills without Kyle, just like I can't imagine uh, New Jersey without Teresa. And I can't imagine... um, i can't imagine uh, what you might call it um i can't imagine atlanta without kenya like you know what i mean like there's just some people that are real staples in their in their show their respective uh franchise show that that's just what it is so i've always liked kyle does she rub me the wrong way sometimes for sure but again kyle's a top tier housewives and i can't picture beverly hills without her um who else am i missing from the fox force bunch i think i mentioned them i'm Dorit, Sorry dorit dorit isn't giving what she used to give i feel like dorit was giving what she needed to give back in the day like it was good content the fashion the this and the that and whatever but in the last few seasons dorit hasn't really felt that integral to the group so i'm not quite sure dorit's very much like alisa rena kind of in the sense of like if Dori goes, will that help or hinder the the show? I don't think so. I think it would be one of those things that if she goes, it's no love lost, but if she stays, something needs to change. She needs to to give more cuz back in the day when like Lisa Vanderpump was on, I feel like we got way more out of Dori. She was a bit more feistier, a bit more giving and like doing all the things that need to be done. I know there's talks about maybe having like a uh, being a friend of graduating up to a diamond holder along with having Brandy Glanville back. Those could be interesting things. I know they had it rumored about like uh, Christine Quinn from uh, formerly from Selling Sunset. Come on, who knows? But there definitely needs to be a dynamic shift in Beverly Hills for sure. There are some people that are seasoned housewives of Beverly Hills that need to maybe see a chopping block soon with regards to having them quote unquote take a pause from the show and switch it up so we'll see where that is there we're at the mid-season point of beverly hills too so once i recap again like i said about atlanta i'll do the same with beverly hills in in that i will touch upon um the season finale as a whole before i will definitely do a podcast before the reunions of atlanta and and beverly hills dubai i will not address dubai today because i want my next um recap of dubai to be once the season finale airs this week so my next podcast will probably happen once uh we're doing the reunion so that'll help me kind of i guess filtrate um the direction of me doing my reality tv recap at that point and even by that point i think i'll have more content on bachelorette as well so that should be fun um I never, got to re- I never got to capture the uh, season finale of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip so my thoughts on that was I actually really loved it, I thought it was really good I think it was probably better than season 1 in the sense of they had all the different <laughs> dynamics and all the things they had a lot more drama, a lot more goings-ons whereas season 1 felt very light-hearted and fun a little bit of drama but not a lot but season two definitely gave what it needs to be giving. It gave Tamra Judge back her uh, orange on Orange County. She's back as a Real Housewives of Orange County. So that's going to be exciting to watch. I've never watched Orange County before. I think I watched... Sorry, it's a lot. I watched season uh, seasons one and two of Orange County. And then I stopped because I couldn't get into it. And that being the OG of the franchise. You know, I felt like I had to. But I never really got into it. Also, Tamra wasn't on back in those days. And I actually love Tamra Judge as a... As a housewife, I listened to her podcast, Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp. Teddy Mellencamp actually being ironically someone else I'd like to see back to the franchise. I feel like she deserves another chance. I feel like a lot of people didn't like her, including myself, because she wasn't giving enough. I know the trademark is that Teddy was very boring on her time on Beverly Hills, but I feel like, I feel like Teddy's kind of maybe had time to kind of grow into her own. So I feel like she could give us more. So like you, I would love to see Teddy back on a Real Housewives of either Orange County or um or on Beverly Hills it'd be nice to see her back but we'll see um but yeah Ultimate Girls Trip gave what it needed to be giving it was very entertaining it was so nice to see the ladies in that dynamic as much as there was a lot of drama and Dorinda was a lot to handle given the fact that it was happening in um blue stern manor which is her home it was crazy to watch but i love seeing the mess it was just enough mess it was just enough shade dorinda was like i said a lot to handle so was jill as well i like seeing brandy even though she could be very problematic it was nice to see brandy and taylor interact again after all those seasons from when they were first on beverly hills back in the day and that was a great touch too seeing eva actually Eva would be so nice to see her back in a full-time setting on atlanta but i feel like she's outgrown that so much because similar to candy their life is growing outside of the show they have so much success outside of those shows so much more that uh, staying in the housewives world i don't think would benefit them but it was nice to see eva kind of go off in that way have her come back for a little bit and then kind of leave if she was ever open to coming back as a friend of atlanta it'd be nice to see but i enjoyed uh, eva back on our tv screen she was so entertaining she's probably one of my favorites in this portion of uh, the franchise the ultimate girls trip itself and um did i cover every oh vicky gunvalson i mean i don't know vicky like that i feel like it's very hard to judge her just because i've never been an orange county watcher like i said i did watch the first two seasons and she was on and she's okay but like i said i didn't really watch past season two i've watched the reunion specials of seasons one through five i think it was so i did see tamra in a uh reunion segment so they do like flashbacks of the episode so i kind of got to get a little bit of tamra but like i said listening to tamra on the podcast i already liked her already whereas vicky's energy just is off-putting so um not my thing i didn't really care for vicky she complained a lot on the trip from beginning to end it kind of she kind of warmed up towards the end but overall don't care for vicky i see her in like the social media world and that being one of tamara's good uh good or best friends rather if you will i'm not quite sure their friendship stands today but seeing their dynamic as nice as it is i don't feel like i would need it on my screen anymore i feel like i said they've done many seasons together but i don't think we're missing anything by not having vicky back in that capacity and then phaedra very nice to kind of see phaedra you know i know phaedra probably wouldn't head back to atlanta if candy was on so it'd be very interesting if candy was to leave atlanta and phaedra to come back that would be an interesting twist up but i know a lot of Uh, people have been speculating and saying that they could definitely see um, Phaedra step into a bigger role on Dubai so that would be cool Um, I think the Dubai ladies and Phaedra do get along very well because they've had a couple episodes with her already and they've met her and all the things so I think that would be really cool to see uh, Phaedra come back on our streams because she was Phaedra was a great housewife when she was on Atlanta very entertaining until all that drama and mess with her and Candy and Portia went down that season so yeah, all, all, overall, the Ultimate Girls Trip 2 is great. Ultimate uh, Girls Trip 3 is under wrap, but the ladies are in Thailand, I believe it is. So I can't wait to see how that one kind of unfolds. They have like kind of, it's kind of like Ultimate Girls Trip dynamic duos because season one was the OG, season two were the ex Housewives Club, and now season three, I think, are like dynamic duos. So I'm very interested to see how... Uh, a third uh, installment of the ultimate girls trip will be underway but i enjoyed it i think so far it is my favorite of the two that have aired thus far and i think that's it for my reality tv shows with regards to the housewives. um i've been watching big brother and love island and the challenge and i'm not gonna dive deep into all of those shows it's gonna like feel like there's too many moving parts With Love Island and Big Brother especially because they come on several nights a week. (laughs) So there's just so much to uncover there in terms of uh, that them being reality shows. But I will briefly say that I am loving Love Island this season. However, there's been a lot of cringy moments on Love Island this year. I think they've gone really hard with regards to the flip-flopping, I feel like this group, this season on the island have been very flip-floppy from like couple to couple to couple to couple, whereas I feel like seasons two and three are the only ones I watched. I haven't watched season one of Love Island USA, I'm talking about, not UK. Um, It was, things were a bit more stabilized where there's a lot of backstabbing, a lot of messiness happening in this season four installment of uh, Love Island USA. So it's kind of hard to navigate those things but I enjoy watching it live and tweeting about it like I said I have to put my Twitter handle in this episode of my podcast just so you guys can see like my tweets as they're happening whilst I'm watching these shows I definitely have a lot of opinions that that's where my outlet is if it's not in my podcast I am tweeting about it 100% so I enjoy tweeting about my shows and giving my opinions on uh reality shows as they're happening live big brother a little bit disappointing this season in the sense of uh a lot of the controversy that's been surrounded around the uh cast the castmates rather the house guests i should call them Uh, a lot of like i understand from my uh understanding rather is that things get really intense in the big brother house i'm talking about big brother usa of course season 24 um a lot of racially racially charged situations a lot of microaggressions the game itself is fun but when it's overshadowed by all that drama dealing with like mental health issues racial issues it's like insane it's like big brother used to be so lighthearted in front i've been watching big brother i think since season 17 or 18 big brother usa So seeing this dynamic shift of Big Brother and I've also watched every season of Celebrity Big Brother USA as well. It's just so much when it gets so tumultuous like that. It's like it's very hard to watch. I'm still very invested in watching it but... I wish we can focus more on gameplay than it is you know all the drama so that's what i'll say about big brother and then the challenge i have never watched any of the challenge usa i uh, think challenge usa this is the new installment of the tv show the challenge i enjoy tj and his cackling laughs so much i love the challenges that they're doing what's great about this challenge usa and me watching it this season is that where they're getting the competitors from i watch big brother usa i watch love island usa and um who else big brother love island i don't watch survivor or what was the amazing race and survivor i don't watch but because i watch big brother and love island i know a lot of the the uh the players on the show this season so that's made it quite interesting and the competition in and of itself on the challenge is super entertaining and super interesting so i have nothing bad to say about it very entertaining i love it it's such a good show it'd be way too much to recap and debrief because like i said there's so much going on in those shows already that it would be a lot to uncover in a uh, podcast segment but um yeah all that to say uh like i said i prefer my more structured reality tv shows that come on once a week to recap because it does make it easier to recap ultimately overall but the summer shows that i've just listed they're very good very entertaining check my twitter out for my live social media content of it or my live social media rather my to live tweeting of it it's very entertaining and just engaging with um others out there on these shows too is always a good time and fun but yeah i think that's enough of the reality tv recap overall it was a little bit of a quick dash just to kind of get you guys uh back into my regularly scheduled programming if you will my future podcasts are going to consist of different topics that i want to address and talk about and kind of step away from uh just being all things reality TV, of course, and um, things that are in uh, our entertainment world, just because I want to try and shift towards talking about content that actually um, matters to me and others a little bit more and make it more relatable. That is my goal moving forward long-term with my future uh, uh, episodes. So just stay tuned for that as I addressed earlier but yeah i'm back guys you'll hear from me very very soon i will not go more than two weeks without giving you another drop so uh stay tuned for that i can't wait because like i said i am hoping it all goes well my next Podcast episode will uh, consist of guests, so that's always fun and lighthearted. So you just don't listen to 45 minutes to an hour of my voice, of course, and uh, I'll have more to give. So stay tuned and uh, love you guys. Happy Saturday! It's the weekend of coming to you guys on a Saturday because I was way too tired to come to you guys last night um and a thursday drop like i said just stay tuned it will be thursday and fridays i will make sure to make that consistent again back in but i will give you either weekly or bi-weekly updates love you guys so much um thank you for listening thank you you for those who do give a listen and get the chance to i know i can ramble on a lot and sometimes the segment not might not be as of interesting for you as maybe something else um, that you probably would rather listen to and curate and curtail but I also did specifically mention earlier on in uh, previous episodes of my podcast that this is also supposed to be very therapeutic for me it is an outlet that I get to kind of share things that I like too so hopefully you'll continue to ride with me stay tuned stick in with it and until the next time guys love you all I've said it a million times peace <laughs>